this is Nikki and welcome to Find Your Fears and your Monday motivation. This is your weekly dose of motivation to start your week right. And today we're going to be talking about focus. Okay, you still with me? Yeah? All right. <laughs> now, a lot of the work that I'm talking about today is based on research by Dr. Adam Fraser in conjunction with Deakin University. It's not going to be a massive surprise to you that we are constantly bombarded with information. It's constant. It's overwhelming. It's a monolith of noise and movement. And we not only have access to a heap of information constantly, we're also frequently multitasking, you know, texting as we walk, watching a show on our iPads as we watch the footy on the TV. And even for me, just before, as I was prepping this podcast, you know, I was looking at my Kobo, which is my electronic reader, while I was also watching a documentary on my phone and I was writing this podcast. So, you know, it's just, it's it's ridiculous. So I was surprised slash horrified to learn that the that right now the average adults' attention span is, wait for it, and feel free to have a little guess in your own mind how long you think that we can focus for. It's eight seconds, which I think is roughly one second longer than the average goldfish. We are losing our ability to focus our attention. Why is this so? And why should we be vaguely concerned? And what's more, what can we do to draw our attention back and to um, to lengthen out that attention span? Well, we have an area at the front of our brain called the prefrontal cortex. And that's the area of our brain that is all about controlling our higher level functioning. So things like our ability to control our emotions, our attention, our ability to make sound judgments, and also our impulse control. So for us to be at our best and to respond appropriately in social situations and work situations to stimuli, we need this part of our brain to work really well. However, all of this extra data that we're being bombarded with, this data overload, it decreases our prefrontal cortex, our frontal lobe's ability to do that job really effectively. So as our ability to focus decreases, there are some corresponding flow-ons from that that aren't so great. And I'd love to know from you, please feel free to message me at any point if this might apply to you. So what we find as we become more overloaded and our attention goes down, our anxiety tends to go up. Our cognition, our ability to make sense of whatever, of things, of data, that goes down. Our productivity tends to go down. Maybe even our relationships suffer. And we even have reduced enjoyment of experiences. So this is fascinating. And again, why is this happening? Well, we do have this, what we describe as a hyperkinetic environment, just so much information constantly bombarding us. And there is a new condition that's been recognized called CPA, which stands for Continual Partial Attention. We are tending to not focus on anything at 100% for very long, 
everything is kind of partial focus, bit of this, bit of that, our phones, email, people, messenger, Facebook. The average person spends about 28% of their day just recovering from the distractions that are thrown at us. Isn't that amazing? Now, something that has been given, um, I think, quite a lot of attention over the last few years, and even quite a little bit of, um, you know, being regarded as a great thing to do is multitasking. So can we multitask? Do we have this ability? Yes, we can, but only if one of the tasks doesn't require much attention. So for example, walking and talking to somebody or maybe driving and talking. Although I must admit, I can't do this. Don't ring me when I'm driving. I've got a car phone, but I don't like talking on the phone when I'm driving. I'm not a very good driver. It's just, it's too distracting for me. But if you've got something that is really simple, like walking, um, yes, you can multitask whilst you're doing this. But what we often think is multitasking, and we might imagine, say, you know, checking our emails while we're working on a separate project, is not actually multitasking. The correct term is switch tasking. And that is where we move from task to task rather than essentially doing both together like we think we are. So women do do this better than men, the switch tasking, but we still do not do it brilliantly sorry gals we don't I know we think we do but we don't so what can we do to improve our focus so first up whatever task we are undertaking we want to have a clarity of purpose now I'm not talking big picture you know okay I want to be an archaeologist so this one no we want to hone it down what job are you actually doing right now how are you going to do it and maybe even why you're doing it. So when you write your to-do list in the morning, you might be actually writing a must-do list in the morning. So really hone it down and get specific about what you want to achieve. So hone in. Try your best to control your environment. Are you able in some way to reduce your distractions? So that might mean closing your office door, switching your telephone off, making times where you check your email and not doing it in between those times, whatever it takes for you to take all that hyperkinetic stimulus away from you so that you can focus in. Certainly periods without your phone, turn it off, put it in a different room. If you've listened to my podcast with Emma McQueen, Emma talks about the Pomodoro um, approach, which is breaking your days down into segments. And that might be 45 minutes where you, again, turn your phone off, you know, take off all those distractions out and you just focus in, you focus on the job at hand. And then you have an alarm that goes off at the end of the 45 minutes and you can check your emails and you can do all those things, have a cup of coffee and then reset your alarm and away you go again for another 45 minute block. So we take the external distractions out, but when we think about this, I mean, almost certainly you have internal distractions too. So we might be working or we might even be in conversation with someone, but our mind is somewhere else. And I know that you can relate to this and I can too. So being able to bring your attention back to where you are right now in the moment and focus 100% on whatever you're doing without then thinking, I've got to get the kids at 3pm, I've got to do this and I've got to do that. 
um, is a really great skill. Now, Chiksent Mahali was kind of the king of this area. He talks a lot about something called an internal locus of control. And when we have this ability, it's normally when we're doing a task that requires us to think 100% about it. So, for example, rock climbing or doing a more technical task. And for myself as a personal trainer, I often see that my clients really go into um, flow state or internal locus of control when they're learning a new skill in the gym. Say they're trying to do chin-ups or they're trying to do, you know, a squat that they've never done before. And they really are having to think about what's my body doing? Where are my hands? What's my positioning? How am I breathing? And all of these things. And I love it because they don't even realize that in that moment, they are giving themselves some wonderful stress release. And as well as that, they're engaging their brain in this 100% way that the more we do that, the more we are able to focus, we will focus well on other things in our life too. So once again, you know, exercise is magic because, you know, there's a crossover the rest of your life. So being present, you know what, guys, it's almost like a new currency. I know when my teenager, my big teenager wants to talk to me, it's not all that often, but when he does want to talk to me, I put down my coffee, I turn my laptop off and I sit there and I listen to him with a hundred percent focus. And if you can imagine when you do that with the people in your life, when they pay a hundred percent attention to you, it is wonderful. It's a gift, right? So for you as well, giving a friend your full attention is an amazing thing to do. And not only is it amazing for them, it's amazing for you because it's good for you to develop that focus muscle. So go forth, pay attention to someone this week, make someone smile today, show gratitude. I believe in you and may your week be a cinch. This has been a Suckerfish Media production. Subscribe now for Find Your Fierce with Nikki Alice.